0: That's right. Welcome back to the All Basis Podcast. Uh, We got a little bit of a different show today. Uh, Sam um, is not going to be able to join us, but we got our regular contributor, Josh, uh, joining us live, and we might have one more special guest coming on today. Haven't confirmed yet, but... Uh, so, it's going to just be uh, me and Josh today. Hopefully, if Sam feels better, uh, he will be joining us later for the second half of the show, but uh, we are going to kick things off, man. Uh, how's it going, Josh? Oh, it's great, man. How are you doing? Um, oh, we're good, man. We're doing good. Uh, we have good. the NBA. Now, I don't know if you're a big basketball fan, Josh. I, I know you. you mostly... Uh, dabble in uh, football and uh, baseball and professional wrestling, but uh, you've been watching any of the NBA playoffs at all? Uh,
1: not really, but uh, I, I know the teams that are winning and, and losing, so okay. I kind of I <laughs> watch sports in a lot. We'll just say that.
0: Okay, all right, so we're good. We're, we're, we're all right. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, uh we'll be, um, I can talk uh, about it. So, uh, well, I wanted to ask you: So, Dallas, uh, Dallas is going uh, up against Utah. They lost earlier, uh, I believe, it was on Saturday. They lost to to Utah. Game two tonight. Luke is out again tonight with calf muscle that he hurt on the on the last game of the regular season. What is Dallas doing playing? Um, Luca in that last game. They already had the fourth speed locked up. They weren't going to get any higher. They weren't going to go any lower. Why? Why are you playing Luca in that last game? It was meaningless. I mean, yeah, you know, you, you definitely don't do little. that. No, you, you can't. There's no way. You yeah. know, it, it, it's like <laughs> you're the Chiefs team, have. Man. What's that? I'm sorry, Josh. Go ahead.
1: I said you're basically ruining your championship shots if he gets injured in that game. You don't you don't have the ability yeah. to move up or down?
0: No. He he sits in my opinion. Well it's just like uh, the Bengals, right? Uh for the playoffs. They knew after beating Kansas City and then that they had the number four seed locked up. They weren't going to go up to the number three seed at all or the number two seed. It was highly unlikely. They were going to get those seeds something – a lot of teams would have had to lose. And Correct. so the Bengals rested Burrow and all their starters for that final game against Cleveland because it wasn't going to make any difference in that game. And why risk getting them hurt? And that's just I, – I, I just – and now Luke is out for game two. If Dallas goes down 2-0, it's going to be very difficult for them to come back in this series against Utah. Yeah, especially
1: you're out two games with a calf. I mean, how how effective are you going to be in game three on that short rest, right. you know? So, yeah. I mean, I, I totally don't agree with, with Dallas handling that. They should have sat him and just let the let the backups play. He would have been fine, game yeah. one, but that—that's you uh, risking your championship, possible championship, that that time. So, dumb.
0: P- possibly, I, I mean, I don't, and I don't think Dallas was going to get past, you know, Golden State or Phoenix to get to the finals. But still, I mean, Luke is your best shot at making it deep in the playoffs. So you definitely exactly. gotta, you can't take risk there. Um, so Boston. Um, on Sunday, they played uh, Brooklyn. Boston won on a buzzer beater. Kyrie, great, great. Kyrie had a hell of had a hell of a game. But there's multiple videos where he's flicking off the fans uh, in Boston Garden, and basically saying, you know, bring that same energy. Uh, you know, I'm bringing that same energy uh, that they're showing me. I don't. What do you feel about this, man? Should, should Kyrie – is it okay, do you think, for Kyrie to be flipping the bird to the Boston crowd if they're yelling shit? Or do you think he needs to maintain some level of professionalism?
1: Uh, I think as, as we all found out this year, Kyrie runs, runs the show in his world. Uh, he was willing yeah. to sit out all them games and not get paid to not get a vaccine. I respect right. that. He he made his choice. Uh, and I yeah, I don't think it's wrong at all. If they're telling the to, okay. to f off and hey fuck you, fuck off, whatnot, Hey. It's your show, man. We're we're here to watch you. Watch the greatness the talent that you have.
0: So Oh well. You yeah. make talent. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big Kyrie a guy. I do not like Kyrie. I don't like him either. And I'll be honest with you. All right. I am not. We've had this conversation. And I'm not going to break this down into a vaccine conversation. We're not going to go there. This is a light, fun podcast. But I will say this. If I'm paying your ass $30 million a season and you're not going to get vaccinated, meaning you can't play, Most of the games, we got fucking problems, man. But he wasn't getting paid. But he wasn't getting paid. What's that? He wasn't getting paid for the games he was missing. Oh, okay, but fine. He wasn't getting the game checks, but overall, he 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 still got paid for the games he did play in. But I'm saying overall, you might have missed those game checks by not playing. But you're still getting paid, regardless. You're Correct. Kind of yeah. Long-term contract. And if I'm an owner, to me, to me, it's more of a listen, man. Yeah, you. I I, I agree. You you don't like the vaccine. The vaccine. I get it. But you know what, man? You're also making thirty-five million dollars a year, uh, and I'm paying you to be a part of this club. Uh, I don't know, man. I I just. Well, to me, it's like it's there's, it's there's not, a lot uh, of athletes. Basketball. What's that? As you got to think it's not What'd just basketball.
1: Baseball's going through it right now with the teams that are going to uh, Toronto that are not
0: vaccinated. Right, I know. Football. Yep. So. But I, I don't so. get it because football players were allowed to play if they weren't vaccinated. So why can't? Oh, I guess because baseball. They're going to ca- Canada has the rule The Canada. Canada's yep. got the rule where you can't come over to the country if you're not vaccinated. So correct. So some of the but NBA players I, are uh, just like that. I, 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 yeah, I just I don't think Kyrie's all that good, man. If you look at Kyrie Irving's history, when he was in Cleveland by himself before LeBron came, he could they, they couldn't win more than twenty some odd games. Boston was actually better when he wasn't playing. And then he comes to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, he teamed up with the KD. James Harden won it out because he didn't want to deal with this shit. I just, I I don't know, man. I think Kyrie Irving is basically the next, the new TO, team obliterator, as Skip Bayless lovingly refers to just, I don't think the Nets can win a championship with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant as your two best players. Because KD is kind of soft, in my opinion. He's mentally weak. And Kyrie Irving, I don't think, cares that much about basketball. No, I mean, I, I agree
1: with you with 100% on the Kyrie doesn't really care about the basketball. I mean, we've seen that in Cleveland towards the end of that, that run. Uh, we've seen it in Boston. Um, I mean, like you said, that team was better without him when they played. Worse with him on the yeah. court. Um, give the man credit. If he doesn't, if he doesn't shine in Cleveland, LeBron doesn't bring that title to Cleveland. I think That's Kyrie true. was. Yeah. I think Kyrie was the the moving force in that series because they they don't win that series without Kyrie.
0: No, I, I mean I agree. Yeah. I mean if you look at the first time the Cavs played the Warriors pre pre Durant. Right, yeah. LeBron went to the finals without without Love or Kyrie. They were both injured, or Kyrie got hurt in like Game One of the finals, and and the Cavs lost that finals in six games. And then the next year, the Cavs were down three one. Draymond gets suspended. Then he's out. Then he gets suspended for Game Five. Cavs win that game. Then then the rest is history. They came back from three one deficit, and I but. Yeah, Kyrie hit a lot of big shots there when he was called upon. Uh, but at this point in time, man, I just – I don't think he cares that much about winning anymore. But I think maybe – That's why I said I, – What's that? Go ahead. Yeah, that, that's, that's the reason why
1: I, I've said I do not like him playing. I respect him for, for standing up for what he thinks is right uh, as far as everything with the vaccine. That's his right. He should have the right to stand up and and not do something. But you're on a team. You can't just think of yourself all the time. And I think that's what he does. That's what he did in Cleveland. That's what he did in Boston. That's kind of showing that in in Brooklyn. And uh, you're you're right about KD. KD doesn't win that championship if he doesn't go to Golden State. Doesn't win – Brooklyn, he had to make do moves it. to get there. He wasn't going to take somebody to the championship. He had Westbrook and Harden, and he couldn't do it.
0: Uh, and, and part of that is also Westbrook, right? Because Russ plays erratically. He turns the ball over a lot. He's not a great shooter. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but, you know, Durant is kind of mentally soft, in my opinion, for all of his talent. This is why – and I want to save this discussion for later – Time. Oh, here we go. We got our next guest here calling in. We got our our boy Dane hopping in. Let's see what he has to say Uh-oh, about things. Dane. Dane. Yo, do you guys hear me? Yeah, What's we can up, hear you, man. It's all, the all right, time cool. The more the, the more the merrier here. On all bases covered. We we like to have uh, uh we like to have a lot of uh guests here just chiming in on shit. All right,
2: so I'm gonna start with what shouldn't be a hot take, but probably sh- is going to be a hot take. Boston has the worst sports fans on the fucking planet.
0: <laughs> no, wait, that can, to wait, it, dude. Wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. Why, why expound upon that? Why are they the worst fans? Because I can think of at least three other cities that have far worse fans.
2: But none of those other three cities have ever thrown batteries onto a baseball field.
0: No, that's not true. That's not true. That happens. It true. happens in San Francisco all the time. Does it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's just the okay. fuck Does it for real? Giants fans are over here just beating people into comas, man. Get,
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, you gotta be Dodger Stadium too, dude. They put people. They put them Giants fans in comas. They almost kill them, motherfuckers.
2: That's,
0: that's true. I'm that's talking true. about.
2: That's true. Out yeah, but California, do they do that man, to? Yeah, but do they do that to the actual talent? Because Boston fans were throwing batteries at the talent. Like you, they're trying to bring a championship like, to the city.
0: Wait, so are you talking about in a baseball or in basketball where they throwing batteries at? Kyrie, no, baseball. This was baseball. No,
2: it was. A, Red Sox
0: fans.
2: Yeah, it was a, a few really? years back. They were throwing. Yeah, they were throwing batteries onto the onto the field.
0: Wow, wow. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I didn't realize that because I I I've been to Boston. I've been to Fenway for a game. Those fans were nice. The worst fans I ever experienced were Yankees fans. They were straight assholes, man. I was at Yankee Stadium. Nobody said shit to me. They were just dicks.
2: Yo, I literally uh, searched Red Sox fans and the first thing that came up was throws batteries. <laughs>
0: wow. but, yeah, yo, but Philly fans booed Santa Claus, man. Who booed Santa Claus? Philly fans did.
2: I, I don't know. Philly if, fans if are Santa Grimmel, Claus, man. Yeah, because Santa Claus, they bring them their Christmas witch, which was a championship. That was Big Dick Nick who brought that. Oh, Fuck old Saint Nick. Dick. We got Big Dick Nick. That's what <laughs> – so
1: you you got to You got to give it to the Bengals fans too. No, no offense. I'm I'm
2: diehard Bengals fan, but we're pretty bad too when it comes. To no, that. we're no, we're not. We're the only bro. We're the only the Super playoff, Bowl losing playoff team playoff that had more Steelers. people waiting on the Bengals to get back than uh, Los Angeles <laughs> had at their whole parade. We are fantastic. About
1: that playoff game with against the Steelers when the Bengals ended up losing that
2: game. We have every reason playoff. in the world to be. You got All right, here, I'm going to put it to you like this. I'm going to describe it to you like this, and then you'll understand why people were so mad. Remember when you were a kid, right? Imagine you were a kid, 90s, 80s, whenever, right? You're at the store, all right? You're at the store. You see this toy that you just want, right? You want that. You don't know why you want it, but you want it. Your parents take you into the store. They let you go to the toy department. You go right to that toy. You're looking at it, you bring the toy to them, they're looking at you, things are looking like it's about to be a yes, right? But then you're walking towards the front, you're walking towards the checkout, and then your parents tell you to put it down and y'all walk out the store. That's exactly how that fucking playoff game felt.
0: The no, it was playing out. It was
2: to the, the point where oh, no, I was, no, come on, now Y'all know I got that only child privilege. I did not have that trauma.
0: I was good. <laughs> I, I was, I was, the toy department was,
2: was, was ran by me. Damn it! All right, I, I, I was good. But that's what that no, felt like. because like, it was because it was right there, and then some this bullshit in like. Bengals fashion happened, and it was taken away. No, hmm. this is what it felt like. Okay, It's your story,
1: but the parents buy the toy, and you walk out, and a fucking thief comes up, steals it from you, runs away. That's what the playoff oh, yeah. game is about. Ooh. But see, yeah. if because
2: your parents aren't the Bengals deep, though, they'll go back the in. One, and the refs stole it from the Bengals. You know what, though? Here, actually, I got a better one to kind of to kind of expand on what you just said. It felt like if you got the toy and you got out the store with the toy, but then your parents took the toy to give it to you for Christmas. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. See, I was like, the silence is deafening. I, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> Hey,
0: let me, let me ask you all. So, uh, we... I saw this story, and I saw it all over Twitter, and I don't think I was fooled by the Internet because there's some legit sources retweet, retweeting this. Kyler Murray, if he's going to play this year, won $50 million a season. Cut him.
2: Hey, you know what, Cut though? Him. Who was that team after Carson Palmer and before him, though? That'd be the only – for the sake of – I agree, cutting Cut because – He's not no. That was way before fucking Carson Palmer. But who Raider? was that team? Wait, were you... No, who no, was that team? Matt about?
0: Liner?
1: Matt Liner and
2: no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm asking who was who was this Cardinals team after Carson Palmer left and before Kyler Murray got drafted.
0: He's I probably mean, the best out, thing that happened to happen them. Like John Skelton. They, yeah, they were rolling out like bums at quarterback, man. Like, yeah. I think right. they, tried, they tried Josh Rosen for, like, a year. They gave up on him. The, there was a couple other bad quarterbacks that came through there. So, I, I get what you're saying. But Tyler Murray uh-huh. is not worth $50 million. In no, I agree. I agree with that.
2: I'm just saying the argument can be made. Who, uh, who was this Cardinals team? before Because, really – who did they have like like you said, a quarterback, they were just rolling out bums and I'm not gonna call Josh Rosen a bum because I think that the organization did some bum ass shit only giving him and that and that head coach a year to prove themselves wow. and so well, like
1: you gotta, yeah. you gotta go back on Josh Rosen. He's been to four different teams and he can't stay. That's more of a Josh Rosen issue than a
2: coach issue. I mean, is it, could it be just that it's a team not needing another quarterback issue? Because if you look at the teams the that he Dolphins went to. Gave him a shot. The
1: Dolphins gave him a shot to win that job.
2: and They did. Yeah. Fell. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you. Yeah. They, the ended up signing talking, fell, so they, they ended up signing our guy smoking Joe for a year and pulled him away for Fox Sports to <laughs> do, do his thing, whatever that may be. But yeah, I'll give you that. Let me tell you.
0: Josh Rosen, though, why he's not suce- why he's not successful? Okay. I'll tell you why he's not successful. He's a rich. He's, no, he's a rich white dude who came up in an entitled family with a ton of money already. He didn't want it, man. He didn't want it. I'll give you, you okay. see these quarterbacks That have this rich upper. I'm not saying that you got to be poor, grow up poor to. to but I'm saying you either have to have a tremendous work ethic like Peyton Manning, because we know Peyton Manning didn't grow up poor because his father was an NFL quarterback. So you either got to have great and a work ethic like Peyton Manning did, or you got to have a chip on your shoulder like Tom Brady did, like Aaron Rodgers did, like some of these other dudes. And Josh Rosen was anointed coming out of high school. He went to UCLA. He started his freshman year and he was anointed this great, quarterback guru, and his parents were well off. He had no, no, no will to succeed because he didn't have that chip on his shoulder. He didn't fall in the draft like Aaron Rodgers did. You, you know, Patrick Mahomes came from Texas Tech. He sat a year. Texas, Patrick Mahomes has all this talent, but he wanted to be great. Dan Marino fell in the draft. He should have gone in the top five in that draft, but he fell all the way down to like 21 to Miami or so. He is guys either have this tremendous work ethic or they have a giant chip on their shoulder, or they have a little bit of both. Josh Rosen had none of that. And that's also why I'm hesitant to wonder if Trevor Lawrence wants it that bad. Trevor Lawrence reminds me of Johnny Manziel. And he reminds me of Josh Rosen. He well-to-do family didn't come in the league with a chip on his shoulder. I don't know if he has a great work ethic. He didn't really seem to win over his teammates like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert did in their rookie years. So does he really want it? And I don't know if Trevor Lawrence does or not. And that's, you know, I'm not going to go racist here because we've seen a lot of other quarterbacks not make it in the NFL that weren't just like rich white kids. But there's usually a blueprint. You see these guys that come into the draft that have been handed everything since high school and their parents are well off and they just don't succeed in the NFL cuz they don't really want it that much. The only right, right. let, let me stand on Trevor oh, Lawrence. Okay.
1: So Trevor Trevor Lawrence, you look at the two Ohio State games. First game the first game, Ohio State's defense completely demolished <clears> them.
2: <throat> Trevor
1: Lawrence came out with a chip on his shoulder after that one the Safety got kicked out. Ended up winning that game for for uh, Clemson. So next year they play again. Ohio State, Ohio State mops them, completely destroys them again. Yeah. So, but I, I kind of disagree with you. I, I I don't think he's like a Josh Rosen. I think that whole experiment with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville killed him. That that mm-hmm. was just okay. a bad match between the two. I'm I'm hoping I can see some difference because I think that kid has it. Um, He's got a lot of gall. Being in Clemson, he goes in as a freshman, wins a championship, goes back again, loses, goes back to the playoffs. So he's got the gall to be a great quarterback. If he has the right coach, and I think they have with uh, Peterson there now, I think he's going to turn them around and that team around. They didn't have the receivers. They didn't know how to ru- do the running back, the running game. Hell, you've seen Urban Meyer after, after one quarter, James Robinson fumbles. He doesn't see the field again. He's your best
0: player. Yeah, that's center. what you do in college. You, 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 if you fumble in college, you, your ass is on the bench. But that's not the way it is in the pros. You can't treat professional athletes, who some are getting paid more than you are, like children. Real so quick, what I'll point jump point in. Was oh, his rookie year. What I, I was
2: I, I, yeah. going go to jump in just to add this point to just the way that he handled every scandal that was literally urban Meyer, just fucking up. Like yeah. that's what did it for me. Like anybody who is that young and can handle that type of pressure and can handle themselves in that type of adversity and it's not your adversity. It's not even your, your teammates causing the adversity. It's the dude who literally is the last person who should be in the news for anything negative that is not football-related causing all of this chaos and bullshit during your rookie season. And you respond like that. You're just, he literally, during a press conference, went up the bat for James Robinson which there's a lot of guys who wouldn't even do that because they're like, oh, well, I don't want to ruffle, ruffle any feathers and any, all that other shit because they're so young and they don't, maybe they feel like they don't have that type of cachet. Just the way he handled himself during the off-the-field bullshit that no football player should ever have to deal with out of their coach, I think that in and of itself is a testament to Trevor Lawrence and what he brings to the table as a leader to a football team. So I would most definitely disagree with that take as far as him being an entitled white kid, because he could be, he had to be something else to even have any, any idea of what success is. And he also on the last game of the season played his ass off against the Colts. He should have just hung it up and just been out there to been out there. But it's like, yeah, nope. we have some, We don't have anything to lose, and they have everything to gain if we lose. And he could have just been done, just half-assed it out there, but he didn't. So I think that he's definitely with the right coach, and Doug Peterson is apparently a, a quarterback whisperer, but he is a good coach. They got a dude who can really take him to that next level this second year, who's not going to do a bunch of fuck shit in the middle of the season.
0: All right, so real quick, uh, I want to point this stat out here. Kyler Murray played in one playoff game. That was last season against the same Rams that we saw Joe Burrow against. Joe Burrow had probably a worse – we can all agree that Burrow's offensive line was probably worse than Arizona's, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely worse. Okay. Now, as far as weapons go – as far as as weapons go, Kyler Murray's weapons, I I would say Burrow's weapons are a little bit better than Kyler Murray, but it's not like Kyler Murray has a bunch of balls over there, right? So, against LA, he was 19 of 34 for 137 yards, no touchdowns, two picks, and he was sacked twice, and his average yards per attempt was four yards per attempt. And after that performance, after that performance, this is the height of stupidity here. After that performance, he's like, no, nah, you know what? I, I think I'm worth $50 million. Give me all that cash. Back up the burning the truck.
2: Again, I agreed with you. I was just like devil's advocate. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. <laughs> and part of that is part of that is probably that he can only see four yards down the field. But <laughs> – He is short. A very short. No. Short. But, I mean, so is Russell Wilson. He has a ring. So, what's his excuse? But –
0: yeah, no, like you can't do that.
2: But you want to, you want to circle back to entitled. That motherfucker right there mm-hmm. is
0: entitled. Oh yeah, Kyler Murray is definitely entitled. He's oh for sure. Entitled. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see Kyler Murray like
1: a Dak Prescott. Ooh. He, he's good in the in the season, but when it comes to the end of the season and when it matters the most, he's not there. Dak Prescott. I said it's not worth thirty five million dollars a year.
2: That I disagree not. with that. I disagree with that. Because That's you right. gotta take two two out of three two out of three of those playoffs. One, he won a playoff game. So he already has that over Kyler. But two two out of those three playoff games that he did lose, he didn't lose those. Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers in that game. That, and that was his rookie year. So the fact that he yeah, even but what went to last toe year. what happened. Oh, last, happened last year? I mean the forty 40- the 49ers have yep. one of the best defenses in the league. Like, no, they do bro. not. No, yeah, they do not. What? They
1: had a
2: defense. Bro, the same defense that held Aaron Rodgers to 10 goddamn points? Come on, I was born at night, not last night. Y'all got to know. It was a blizzard. It
0: was a blizzard. It was a They're Bay.
2: that's That's their whole field. The They're Bengals supposed to be built for that. Aaron Rodgers, the
1: thirteen points.
2: That's what it was, thirteen. The Bengals held him too. <laughs> yeah, the Bengals dude. held him. Also, uh, uh, off off topic, Mason Rudolph did not. Or not Mason Rudolph. Mason, uh, what's his name? Crosby. The kicker. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Mason Crosby did not help them at all.
0: No, no that dude, was
2: man. that was nuts. I was driving back from, uh, where the fuck was I driving back from? Oh, Gatlinburg. I had DJed a wedding. And um, we were, I had the game on Red Zone and had the audio going through my speakers. And just every time a game-winning kick happened, Mason Crosby just somehow messed it up. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? So there was a lot of shit not working for both of them in that particular game. But they did hold Aaron Rodgers at home to however many, like, low double-digit points. That's pretty hard to do. I would like to I don't care what the weather is.
0: previous statement, I would like to retract my previous statement of San Francisco not having a great defense as they ranked in the top 10 in pretty much every category. This is why Thank I need a you. producer on this show to look up shit for me before I put my, I got shit got in my you. mouth. <laughs> I got you. I got you cuz Jesus Christ. I'm like y'all to told me it. that they held the
2: the back-to-back reigning MVP the 10 points and they are the top 10 goddamn defense. There's no way y'all can hey. say that.
1: Said the, I said they had a good defense. I didn't say they had a great one. I said they had a decent defense. They were better than defense. you know what makes a better defense? is an offense that you can run the ball and they can't stop you.
2: Or a yeah, Bosa brother. Because Jesus Christ. Yeah, or, yeah one of the boats. <laughs> <single, baby. laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey. But you got hey, to
0: rope, Jimmy, hey, All right. I want to – I want to touch base on this before we uh before we shift out of this. But um did you guys see Floyd Mayweather's uh offer for Antonio Brown? Yeah, you guys and, this?
2: Uh, Yeah, and He's I'm I'm really sick of Antonio Brown right now. Like I hate to say that cuz it's just we're watching a train wreck just
0: happen before our eyes. But he needs to yeah, just and you just know, it's perfect is the re- for that vantez oh yeah no made it Vontez perfect hit in that playoff game uh scrambled his brain and he hasn't been right since he hasn't been right well since. they were you know what it's funny to say that and i agree
2: that the hit definitely had something to do with it because that was now the more that i watch it back without the the uh emotional turmoil of being a child in a yeah. toy store um if when you watch it, it was a hellacious hit. But Ryan Clark was a teammate of his before all that. And he was saying he was like yeah. that before all that. Yeah. So he was doing something. I don't know what it was. It may, this may have made it way worse. But I like it had something to do with it. I just don't know to what capacity because you have so many former teammates saying like, well, yeah, the dude has work ethic, but he was definitely a diva, this, that, and the third.
1: So, I mean, there's a reason why Ben Roethlisberger didn't press the whole button like, hey, no, we got to keep this man. We got to keep this guy.
0: Yeah. There's a reason why. Yeah, ben Your ben leader. Too. So, I, mean, I mean, also, could be just,
2: <laughs> he, I was saying, like, it's also Ben Roethlisberger. Like, maybe he just right. shouldn't be talking right. about He's people's that, conduct he, off the fucking
0: maybe.
2: Maybe the pot call of the kettle fucking Wesley Snipes no, is nothing. the greatest I, idea.
0: I got crickets on that. This is, this is what y'all giving me for this. Okay. <laughs> what was it? No, what did you hear? Oh, I didn't hear you. What did you say? Did I lose you guys? Hold on. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? What would you say?
2: Hello? Yo. Yo. Did we lose Dane? No, I'm right here. Did we lose Mike? Yo, I'm right here.
0: Maybe we lost Mikey. Yeah, can Yo, you, you hear me? me yeah, yeah I'm, I'm here. My phone dropped. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. So, yeah, I didn't hear what you said. Because I, I said that oh, maybe okay. ben All of a sudden, you guys
0: were just quiet. And I was like, oh, this is tricky, <laughs> I guess. Or this is what I'm getting right here.
2: Right. No, I said that Ben maybe is the last person who should be talking about off-the-field conduct. With anybody, <laughs> right? Just a yeah. 100%. girl. It was two. What? Like, it, it was two. And <laughs> and a luck. motorcycle accident. Good luck. Good luck. At least it wasn't twenty two. At
0: least it wasn't. Jesus. I said, at least it wasn't twenty two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
2: Yo, who's got the soundboard? That's that's
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's, hey this is it here it is. Here's the rules on the show, okay? If you guys make a funny joke, you get one of these. If you guys make a funny joke, you get one of these. (laughs) Alright? If it's a bad joke, you get one of these.
2: Oh. I love Damn that. that, kind of that clip. Clip. All right, I love that clip of. What um, that? I love that clip of uh, Kawhi laughing so much.
0: Yes, it's the it's most so awkward good. laugh in, the, in <laughs> the sports history. Um. You know, there's a huge rumor. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the, the big rumor that DK Metcalf is going to be on the move around draft day, that, C- that Seattle is basically rebuilding their entire team, and he may be heading to Green Bay or the Eagles on draft night.
2: Now, see, I forgot who it was, but somebody was talking about a hypothetical where he they make it work where he goes to Denver to be with uh, Russell Wilson. They said it probably wouldn't happen. I'm guessing cap shit, but, yeah. But, I mean, I, could, I don't know. Man.
0: If, D, I don't if know. DK goes to Green Bay, he's shooting up draft boards in fantasy. Because uh, I have DK Metcalf right now as, like, a fourth or fifth round wide receiver. But if he goes to Green Bay and is playing with Aaron Rodgers, he's a two-round receiver, man, 100%. He's he's He's, he's at least a second-round pick. And fantasy. I agree with that. If he goes
2: to I UK. agree. I agree with that completely but, I mean, because I,
0: I don't. I don't. I'm
1: not a big fan of DK, man. I still. I don't think he's a true number one. And, and just hear me out on this. Like okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you stats for three players, and you tell me which what's players is which. Okay. Okay. First player. This is for the last three years. This receiver caught 255 balls, 3,286 yards, 26 touchdowns.
0: Player two, two, 216
1: catches, 3,170 yards, 29 touchdowns.
0: That's the catch. Player
1: three, 236 catches, 2,715 yards with 14 touchdowns. So player one, player,
0: Tyler C yep. player C is the worst of them all. Player C is worst of them all, which is probably DK. Yeah, I'm going to
1: get that. I'm going to get
0: there. I'm going to get no, there. No, DK is the second person he mentioned with 216, 3, 29 TVs. Right. That's DK. Okay. Tyler Lockett was the first player. Okay. The
1: third player I, I gave you was Tyler Boyd. Oh. Tyler okay. Boyd is a number two slash number three receiver. And he's had more catches made. He doesn't drop the ball. He doesn't get looked he at. He doesn't have buzz. the
0: touchdowns at the yards, though.
1: That's because they're going to T Higgins, and this year they went to Jamar.
0: I'm just saying. But what I'm saying you look is at DK, DK's game is, is yards and touchdowns. And, and, and this year he didn't have this year. He had seventy-five catches, nine hundred and sixty-seven yards, and twelve touchdowns. And Russell Wilson only played like nine games this year. Still got
1: outperformed by Tyler Lockett. I'm saying I don't think DK is a true number one.
2: Is all I'm saying. I would disagree. I, I, I would agree, gives- not disagree. I agree with that only because he's not really he's a he's a big body receiver, but he's not like an AJ Green where he has that size and that length. A- He's just he's strong. Not a he doesn't have like a, a he yeah. doesn't have that that burst like a lot of people do like running. right like he can't he's not that great of a like what's the word I'm looking for precision route runner so he's just like he's a 50-50 ball guy he could go vertical but that's about it so i kind of agree with that i i, I, don't,
0: I just because don't think because of the the, offense, the offense that he plays in and and the system that he's in, there's multiple weapons. There's Tyler Lockett there, as you said. But, the, you know, I, DK Metcalf, I'm telling you, he goes to Green Bay. I bet you, I bet you if he goes to Green Bay, this man is catching at least 95 balls for 1,200 yards and probably 14 touchdowns. Maybe. I'm telling you right now. I mean,
1: you, I mean, you look at you look at DK or stat, er, stats. He's had the ball thrown to him an awful lot, and he just doesn't catch the ball. Aaron Rodgers is very precise on his passes. Yep. So, and DK's gonna be dropping them and not handling the ball. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd go look into the draft, get somebody like that, go trade yep. for the Bengals, and get T Higgins. T Higgins. It'd
0: be fucking hey, damn good let music. me ask you guys a question. Let me ask you, let me put this out there, all right? Okay. The first three seasons, this receiver was in the league. Uh, and, and I think when I reveal who this receiver is, you would all agree that this person is a number one receiver. He was also drafted around the same round, I believe, as DK Metcalf. Met- Metcalf was a third-round pick. I think this player was also drafted in the third or fourth round. All right, rookie year, 38 catches, 446 yards, three touchdowns. The next year, 50 catches, 483 yards, one touchdown. His third year, 75 catches, 997 yards, 12 touchdowns. And then his fourth year, 74 catches, 885, and 10 touchdowns before exploding in his fifth year for 111 catches, almost 1,400 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Do you know who this receiver is? I am talking about Devontae Adams. Yes. Yeah. So you're sitting there pointing out to me that DK Metcalf is stats in his first three years of 58 catches, 900 yards, seven touchdowns. Then 83 catches, 1300 yards, ten touchdowns, and then 75, nine, sixty-seven, and twelve. And now, mind you, this last year, the 75, nine, sixty-seven, and twelve was a lot of it was without Russell Wilson as his quarterback. You're going to tell me that DK Metcalf is now number one receiver? But I beg to differ. I think DK Metcalf, regardless of the stats, he's the guy that that they go to for the deep ball. Tyler Lockett is a nice receiver who gets a lot of catches underneath, and he's a possession. He's a he's he's a possession receiver. But Lockett how, has failed. How many, to many double-digit touchdown touchdowns?
1: Yeah, how many how many touchdowns of uh, fifty yards plus did Tyler Lockett have? The DK Metcalf, I, I guarantee Tyler Lockett had more. So who's
0: really the deep ball guy? All right, well let's just look at their let's, let's look at their yards per reception. All right, that 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 tells the story. The average yards per reception, Tyler Lockett is thirteen and a half. DK Metcalf is fourteen point seven. His long, D.K. Metcalf's long this year, his longest reception was 84 yards. Tyler Lockett's this year was 69, but his longest ever is 74. D.K. Mm. Metcalf had a long of 62 last year, and he has four touchdowns of 40-plus yards. No, yeah, I don't. I can't year? find that stat for Tyler Lockett. I need a fucking producer. But <laughs> I'm telling you, Metcalf is Metcalf. I think is a sleeping giant waiting for a monster. Because if, if DJ Metcalf stays in Seattle and is Drew Locke's throwing him the ball, he's going to probably put up similar stats this year, probably seventy catches for eight nine hundred yards and maybe eight to ten touchdowns. But if he if he goes this man if this man. Gets traded, and he goes to Kansas City. He goes to Green Bay. He goes to uh, another like uh, who? Uh, who's another anywhere quarterback that, that can use any anywhere that doesn't have that
2: Drew use? Lock. Anywhere that doesn't have Drew Lock and Geno Smith in their quarterback room, essentially.
0: But pretty much, yeah. the question
2: for you?
1: Can Green Bay afford him? Because he's going to want a huge contract. It's same. They they let. Devonte Adams go because of the money.
0: No, they look at, They offered uh, him a giant deal. Devontae didn't want to sign. He didn't want to stay in Green Bay. He didn't like the weather. He me. didn't like playing in Green Bay. But Green Bay came up with the money. Green Bay had a had, a, had an offer that was, would have made him the highest paid receiver. He turned it
1: down. Because they franchise tag him. He said, do not franchise tag. I will not sign.
2: You, you well, pissed that you man know, off that's, that's by doing
0: point. that. That's the game, though, dude. You can't always say, you can't just bend to the will of the players. You can't just say, that's you know, what you oh, well, they don't... don't. Tyree know. kills I, another I just, example. I don't... What's that? Tyree kills
1: another example of you wanting a lot more money, and these teams have to stay under that salary cap. They know yeah. they know. Pat Mahomes, big money's coming up in the next couple of years. They couldn't afford to have Tyreek kill. They let him go. That's what. Yeah, that's what did. I. That's what I'm. I'm starting to see is the NFL. There, they might go for these cheap wide receivers that are coming out of college that are just as good. Well, let's face it. Why not? You You've got five years of control for a player. That can come out of college and get you 50, 75, two hundred receptions a year. Why not?
2: That's a good point.
1: So I was. Why, this is why what pay you somebody twenty-five million yeah. to to get True. you the
0: same stats as somebody that
1: can pay you can pay ten million a year?
0: But rookie receivers as a whole, not all of them are Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. A lot of rookie <laughs> receivers, depending on who they are, need two years or so to really elevate to the receiver that they're going to be. If you look at Tyreek Hill, when he came out in Kansas City, his first couple of years, you know, he was catching 61, 75 uh, balls. Even in 2019, uh, he played a shortened season, but he only caught 58 passes. But these guys, they need – sometimes they need a little bit of extra time to become the guy they are. But I I don't disagree with you that you don't want to pay receivers running back – These are the three pieces you need for a championship team. You need the quarterback. Right. You need the offensive line, and then you Mm -hmm. need a strong defense. Because you can get by, how many Super Bowls did Russell Wilson win without Tyler Lockett and D.K. Metcalf? He won one, and he went to another one, and his best receiver was Doug Baldwin. Yep. You look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't have
1: big-name receivers. Yeah, And when he did
0: have big-name receivers, they didn't win the fucking Super Bowl when they had Randy Moss and Wes Welker. They couldn't win the Super Bowl. That, so That was crazy. So, so let me ask you a question, Mike.
1: You know me. I'm a huge Buckeye fan. Yeah. So this receiver, 222 receptions in three years, 3,090 yards, 16 touchdowns. Name the quarterbacks who he's who's throwing the ball to him. That's tar- Terry McLaurin.
0: Yeah, I know. Terry Mc... 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 I know Terry McLaurin, but you're saying that I'm, I'm... you're asking me to name the quarterback that's thrown to him. It's been Dwayne Haskins and Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick barely, and Alex Smith. So
1: you're saying if, if I can get the same stats in three years as a Terry McLaurin, that's average 1,000 yards a season, 75 yeah. touches. That guy wasn't even on the radar to be a number one, in my opinion.
0: No, he wasn't. No now he wants he to get be... paid. Mm-hmm. This oh, kid, oh, yeah. Terry McLaurin yeah. is on the list of star receivers who's going to skip workouts that want to get paid. Diva, Samuel, and A.J. Brown are the other two. But Terry McLaurin wants, wants a new contract.
1: That's what I'm saying. They all want these new contracts. And same thing with these quarterbacks. The, these prices are starting to get outrageous. And – you have to be like a Tom Brady if you want to win championships. you got to take less money. Yeah, you got to
2: be willing to take if a little bit of
1: a pay cut. cut. Hmm. So that's that's why Tom Brady is probably going to be the GOAT of all time because he, he understood football. Hey, I want to win championships. Yeah. I'll take the pay cut. I want a better team around me. Let's get the better team around me. We don't have to pay somebody $30 million. We don't have to pay me $50 million that that man should have been making 50 60 million dollars 10 years ago.
0: Oh, for sure. 100%. All right, uh, not to catch you all off I want to uh get to this topic before we're running out of time. We got about a little bit over 10 minutes left. Uh, but uh on the podcast that they do, Ari Spears who's a who's a comedian and Gilbert Arenas, they they're on a podcast and they were talking about the goat debate, which I know has been discussed ad nauseum. But they were, but they brought up an interesting topic, and I thought this was very interesting to me because Gilbert Arenas has kind of played recently. He hasn't played in a little while, but he he's played in the you know early two thousands, and so they were talking about the Warriors team with KD, Clay, Draymond, and and they were talking about the '96 Bulls and Jordan, Rodman, everybody. Ari Spears said he thought that the Warriors would maybe take two games in that series, but Gilbert Arenas said he felt the Warriors would be lucky to win one. And we're talking about, you
2: know, lineups that...
0: Back- What's that?
2: I can see that. Here's my question. What, what error rules are we playing with? Because if we're playing with... They said it, era rules.
0: Gilbert Arenas... Gilbert Arenas and them said it didn't matter what error rules. He does, he I disagree with defense. that. I disagree okay. with that.
2: I disagree with that completely because Steph and Clay are literally the best shooting backcourt we've ever seen in basketball. Now, but, if they have a lot of defenders.
1: <clears throat> we also have the two best defenders the
2: NBA's ever seen with Jordan and Pippen. But that's where the question, what error rules? Because my question has always been, okay, like, Jordan, let me preface this by saying, because people always think that I think Jordan isn't the GOAT. I like LeBron a lot. Jordan's the GOAT. Because he's a two-way player. Like, LeBron didn't wasn't that, hasn't been that fantastic at defense. He's played defense, but we ain't never seen no shit like Michael Jordan, ever. But can they defend within the confines of the rules of today's game? Because you get away with a lot more back then than you can now, and that's why I brought that question Jordan up.
0: Jordan would average Jordan would average fifty in this in this day and age. And so, who on yeah. that Golden State team? I'll tell you what. Ron, here's here's how I broke it down, and, and they kind of Artie Spears and Gilbert Arenas broke it down the same way. You're gonna put Jordan on Steph Curry. Steph Curry yep. isn't getting much off on Jordan. Steph, Steph Curry's going to struggle to find his shot against Jordan. Then they said tipping on Durant, but that's not who I'm. I'm doing. I'm putting tipping on Clay Thompson, and I'm putting Rodman on Kevin Durant because Rodman Ooh. will get inside Durant's head. Ooh. Durant is soft. He's mentally Ooh. weak, and Rodman will have Durant frustrated. Then you. That leaves you Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala or whoever else they put out there besides Draymond, and those guys aren't scaring me. At Pittman, if, if Pittman and Jordan are locking down Clay and Steph, and you're going to say, okay, Durant, you're going up against Rodman, I, Durant will get his, but Rodman is, is going to mess with his head. He is going to, because Durant is not mentally strong enough to handle Rodman constantly pestering him. And, and let me tell you, that, that, that left me Ron Harper. Ron Harper is a hell of a defender. Ron Harper is a six-foot-six guard. I can put Ron Harper on Draymond. I have no problem with that. Ron Harper is one of the best defenders. But I, so, so I don't think the Warriors would be, even in today's rules, with it not okay. being able to be as physical, I don't think the Warriors are able to, to put points on the board against that Bulls defense.
2: You know what point stuck oh. out to me? The uh, the Rodman the Rodman point stuck out mm-hmm. a lot because Pat Be- Patrick Beverly got fucking KD ejected. <laughs> now he, yeah. even though they won that series, he was a pest. And so yeah, when you break it down like that, okay, I'm I'm on board. That makes a lot of sense. I,
1: but, and then and then you got to answer the question: <laughs> Who's going to stop Jordan on that team? <laughs> Nobody. The only, I don't mean, that, I yeah, don't I don't anybody. I'm not would stop
2: him. them. The, yeah, the, your best bet maybe would be Draymond, and that's a Draymond that's a far shot. That's that's like a on a good day he might block a couple of shots. And the, Bengals, the, I, not, I'm I'm the Bulls you. Did the you just say year? the Bengals? I did. I'm at the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got the B right. It's cool. <laughs> Uh the soundboard.
0: Uh, <laughs> so we we're in agreement though that we think the Bulls would take out the Warriors. Uh, I I you know I'll I'll give the Warriors probably two games. I'm not going to say the Bulls would sweep them, and I don't think the Bulls dispatch them in five. But I think the Bulls would handle them in six. With, with Because I don't think, as you guys have mentioned, I know Draymond's been a defensive player of the year. But think of some of the centers that Jordan went up against in his heyday. Hakeem, Ewing, uh, David Robinson, uh, Alonzo Mourning, Shaquille O'Neal. All of those guys I just mentioned are light years better than Draymond Green. Light years I agree with that. I agree and, with that. And, and they couldn't stop Jordan. And so if you're telling me, that the the Warriors don't have a true center on that team, and maybe okay, fine. You're going to shout out Zaza Petrulia out there. <clears throat> fuck it, I don't care. You're, you're, the Warriors don't have a true center. They don't have anybody with that dog in them that's going to they guard Jordan. Jordan.
2: Jordan. Well, I mean, Jordan all you need is Zaza. He, he might fuck up his ankle. ankle. <laughs> What's that? I said all you need is Zaza. He might fuck up Jordan's ankle.
0: Shit. Yeah, yeah, like you did Kawhi. Like, yeah. Yes,
2: that's yeah. the only reason they won that series.
0: They said, "Come yeah, on, Josh, get it out is. out there." <laughs> just oh, inadvertently put your big foot in there right as he's coming down. Just, just, he might be Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit!
2: Oh. That's hard. Where's my Kawhi laugh? Damn it. That's I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, actually, you know uh, what? Maybe you get one of these, too. Here, you can get one of these,
2: too. <laughs> 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 oh, <thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? That, that was the strange around. wilderness.
0: The shark laugh oh, from the oh,
2: new that's, wilderness. That's Louis choking on my balls. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> uh, that big, man. Oh, man. man. That's uh, All
1: right. The last, really thing, got math.
0: the last thing I want to do, uh, Jack, uh, on the most recent episode of um, Inside the NBA, had said that um, nobody fears LeBron. That... He doesn't strike fear into opponents in the way that Kobe and Michael Jordan and other players did. And he was saying he doesn't take anything away from LeBron, that he's still great and he's still one of the best of all time. But LeBron doesn't make you – you don't walk onto that court against – like a lot of guys walked onto the court against Jordan and already thought they lost. They don't have that same mentality with LeBron.
2: I disagree well, with they that. Don't. Wow. Well, I say they don't I, I, now,
1: but I think a few years ago, like from age twenty six on, I think yeah, I think they were scared,
2: bro. Now I don't know much, bro. They made a they, fucking Draymond Green called Kevin Durant crying because they got beat by LeBron James. They literally put that team together for one purpose to beat LeBron James. You don't put a super team like that together for one person. Like for if they aren't good, if they don't strike fear. So this whole thing, like if I, we're talking now, yeah, you got so many. You got Luca, you got Joker, you got Jason Tatum and the boys in Boston. They are balling out of control right now. Like you have got don't so me many. Even started on
0: Joker, the most overrated player in the NBA. I don't no, really, he don't shouldn't have been. No, started. he
2: definitely shouldn't have been MVP. And I don't understand how he was MVP, but he's he still can't a factor.
0: Series. Yeah. He can't even win uh, a playoff series as an MVP.
2: With, with Dame and a rest and a bunch of other niggas on a basketball team. Like that's like, that's literally who he lost to. So I agree with that, but he's still a factor in this conversation specifically. That's a whole nother conversation for another day, but yeah, no, if we're talking now, no, he it's year 19. He's got a bunch of mileage on his legs. I understand that he's, It's a weird fucking team in in Los Angeles right now. I get that, but you can't tell me that he didn't strike fear into people when literally Draymond Green cried, a grown man called another grown man crying after getting beat by LeBron James to join their team just to beat LeBron James. There's no way in hell you telling me, dude.
0: That's one one time that that happened, and honestly, yeah, and that
2: one time happened to be.
0: That, that, that one Bulls time, that one team.
2: The with the Warriors. Yeah, but that's also what? real quick. Last point for me. That's one team that had that had seventy. What was it? Seventy three wins. They were seventy three yeah. and nine. That's, they beat a Jordan yeah. team record. So this ain't some slouch ass team that we're talking about. This is a seventy three and nine win team that called another grown man crying to him to join this team to beat one man, LeBron James.
0: Well, yeah, well, LeBron James cried to Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to beat the Spurs. And then, and then when he couldn't beat the Spurs Lost anymore Mavericks. with those guys, he went and cried and got Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving to try to beat the Spurs, but then instead ran into the Warriors instead. Right? But here's you know, my LeBron, here's... what he does, man. He hops from team to team. He, gets, he collects players. He runs the team into the ground after four years, and he moves on.
2: Yeah, well, here's my question. It Was it a mistake to trade, uh, um, what was that, uh, Wiggins? Because I think it was a mistake to trade Wiggins. I think that that, whole, that team with Kyrie LeBron and Wiggins would have been fucking insane.
0: The Lakers broke up their championship team to bring in Russell Westbrook. They got rid of Alex Caruso, Kyle Kuzma, among the other players, and also – Oh, and by the way, when they got LeBron, here's the list of young players that the Lakers traded away. They traded away Julius Randle, Brandon Mm -hmm. Ingram, and Mm Lonzo Ball. Which was also stupid. Don't you think the the Lakers would be in a better position now, uh, even uh, even if they don't have that championship? Don't you think they're in a better position now with Julius Randle, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Alex Caruso, and Kyle Kuzma? with LeBron James. I feel like oh, that's... Yeah. A, I feel like yeah. Anthony Davis is Mr. Glass. He can't stay healthy. Oh, yeah. His bones are made of brittle.
2: <laughs> if you breathe on him the wrong way, he's going to shatter. But yeah, no, I was saying that when yeah. they first made the move for uh, Westbrook, I'm like, y'all could have just kept all that young talent and been fine. But yeah, they, but now, everything just, is... Everything's Everybody's in a win now mentality. So Anthony Davis did do his job. He helped him get that championship, and you can debate if it's a legitimate championship or not. I know that's a conversation that people have. I'm not getting into it a chip-to-chip to, chip to me, but, you know, he did his job, but now where are you at? You could have been sitting pre- – you could have built that and had LeBron, you know, be an actual veteran. And, and, and instead of yeah. that
1: Lesbrook deal, they should have went and got Buddy Heald out of Sacramento.
2: No, what they needed to do yeah. was get fucking um, Demar because he is balling they out. Want of his fucking mind they wanted right Demar. They wanted Demar
0: And yeah, the Lakers LeBron did. Knicks.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron, that's they. Yeah. No. And, yeah. No. And, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier when you guys were talking about all the contracts and all the teams uh, bending to the players' will. There's no league that's better and worse at that than the NBA. The- yeah. Yep.
1: The owners need to I start uh, putting their foot down in the NBA.
2: Yeah, it's because there's no, there's no you reason. There's no reason that
1: players on at that point.
2: Yep, because there's zero reason that it should even be a question between Demar Derozan and fucking Russell Westbrook. I don't care that he's that he's that he's averaged a triple double three or four seasons. He was the only motherfucker who had a shot on the team. Yeah, he's gonna average a triple double, but that's not indicative of him, like, we've seen it. There's a reason he went from team to team to team. Like, DeMar yeah. is playing out of his mind. That was just a, this was a crazy year, and hopefully they learned something. I don't know how they bounce back, because they ha- They don't have a fucking first-round pick until the rapture. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. When, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> the fuck is going to happen with five, them now.
0: But... These before we, a, before we <laughs> cut, cut off you, <laughs> about of these days. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. That's all the time we got. Thank you very much. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Dane, for hopping on. I hope I hope you guys continue to hop on when you can. Uh, the next uh, recording will be on Friday. Hopefully, Sam's feeling better and he's back on here with us on Friday. Uh, but Harlem Meat's going to take us out. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and thank you guys for contributing. All right, guys. Have a good one.
2: Hey, right, you too. Thanks for having me. Hey.